Hello and welcome to today's episode of Natural Health with CNM, the College of Naturopathic Medicine. I'm your host, Michelle Sanchez. Today I'm joined by CNM graduate and natural chef Camille Knowles. Camille is going to be talking to us about her incredibly inspiring story of how she transformed her own health and went from being plagued with chronic eczema to building a hugely successful business helping others do the same. She'll be sharing her hope principles and the dietary and lifestyle measures she took to overcome eczema. Camille is the founder of the Beauty of Eczema brand, which includes her natural skincare range and her best-selling books, The Beauty of Eczema and The Beauty of Eating Well. Camille is also a qualified health coach and a natural chef. Camille's mission is to help everyone live a life beyond eczema through her hope principles, which encompass the mind, body and soul. Hi Camille, thanks for joining me today. It's great to have you on the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. I'm really excited to hear your story and um, also learn more about sort of your protocols for eczema. Because when I saw your graduate video testimonial that you did for the Natural Chef course, I knew that we had to get you on the show because your story is incredibly powerful. And just seeing those photos of you when you had your chronic eczema and hearing how excruciating it was to do everyday things like hold a pen was absolutely heart-wrenching. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing the steps you took to improve your health. But before we get into that, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and how your health journey began and what led you to become a natural chef and health coach? Yes, of course. So hello, everyone that's listening. Um, Thank you for taking the time to listen to my story today. My journey began really uh, around six years old when I first got eczema. And I only know that because that's what I was told by my mother at the time. And at the time, obviously, as a child, you don't really know any different. You just think you have some skin problem. And I was putting creams and bandages on. And my grandma even knitted me mittens so that I wouldn't scratch in my sleep. Then I got to the age of around 14 and I'm at high school. And then I really started to notice how actually this skin thing that I had wasn't normal. Not everyone had it. I started to feel a little bit different and started to get more insecure about it to the point where I was in the computer class and I was wearing gloves to hide all the cuts on my hands. And the computer teacher said, Camille, take your gloves off. And when I did, the friend sat next to me asked if I was self-harming because I had scratches all over my hands. And I said at the time, um, I was like, no, I'm not. I just have this thing where I scratch because I didn't even properly understand it myself. Then I went on to a boarding school and it was around age 16. And I thought to myself, I just do not want this condition anymore. Up till that age, I'd been managing it with creams, medication, constantly going to the doctors and constantly having time off school. You know, my characteristic is a really bubbly, outgoing kind of person. And I felt like my skin condition was holding me back, you know, constantly having time off school. And I really kind of looked into my future and thought, my skin condition is really controlling my life and it's kind of preventing me from living my dreams. So I thought I really need to find a solution, a long-term solution and figure out why is this happening to me? Why is my skin um, caught like coming out with eczema rather than constantly dealing with it when it flared up? Um, So at age 16, I went for a series of tests to find out if I was vitamin deficient, mineral deficient. Um, And that's when I actually embarked on a journey of kind of natural health and realizing the impact that 
the food that I ate and how it could have an impact on, you know, preventing flare-ups. So then I went on that journey and along the way had, you know, many bumps in the road, as you can imagine with any healing journey, and then figured out that it was a whole lifestyle approach that I needed to take. So it was what I what I put in my body, but also what I thought in my mind, how I moved my body, the environment I lived in, the people I surrounded myself with, all had an impact on my skin condition. And once I joined all the dots or all the jigsaw pieces, that was when I managed to reduce flare-ups and what I like to say, live a life beyond eczema, where it doesn't control me because I have all the tools I need to um, stay in control of it. Oh, that's that's absolutely amazing and so inspiring that you've actually got to that place now where you can help others because when you showed the photos in the testimonial, it just looked like your whole body was covered in burns and I just, I can't even imagine what that must have been like. Yes, it was extremely painful and I have huge empathy for anybody that is suffering with a skin condition because I think on the surface if you don't suffer with one it can be seen as maybe not very attractive or oh it's just a few cuts but actually it can be mentally traumatizing and physically excruciatingly painful you know the normal things of waking up in the morning and taking a shower and getting ready for the day can be a normal thing to somebody without a skin condition but for somebody with eczema and having it all over your body it actually is the most mentally, physically challenging part of the day, just showering and getting ready. So which is why I do what I do, because I really want to bring hope to those people that are struggling every morning just to get out of bed to get ready for the day. Absolutely, because eczema is so prevalent and so many people do suffer with it. And I can imagine as a child that must have been so challenging because you can't, when it's on your skin, you can't hide it. And I actually remember a little boy at my primary school and he had chronic eczema and nobody ever wanted to hold his hand or sit next to him because people, especially in those days, we're talking, gosh, you know, 30 odd years ago, people, uh, we didn't know so much about that. And everyone thought it was this contagious sort of skin condition, you know, as kids and because they just saw his skin was all scaly. As a kid having eczema, it must be really hard and really affect your confidence as well. Definitely. I think there needs to be, you know, that's why I've called my business the beauty of eczema, because I'm trying to put a positive spin on something that be, can, can be viewed as something very negative. Um, and as you say, it can really impact people's confidence and they can feel very isolated and alone, which again is why I created the beauty of eczema community, because I, you know, one, want to give out hope, but also want them to know that there is beauty in their condition and that they are not alone and there's millions of other warriors on the same journey as them. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. And I think that's it when you're going through any kind of um, health challenges, to have that supportive community is absolutely invaluable. I couldn't agree more. I think support is, is definitely one of the key principles in healing, yes. Absolutely. Now, so you did your natural chef training at CNM. Now, for those listening who aren't familiar with the course, a natural chef diploma is a training course where you learn how to cook all these delicious gourmet meals that focus on nutritional value using whole foods that are all fresh and minimally processed. So you learn a little bit about how the body works, nutrition and health, recipe creation and menu planning, amongst a whole heap of other things. So Camille, what was the one thing you learned on the course that was like a light bulb moment for you? 
Um, I think I learned, I mean, I learned so many things on the course and what I enjoyed the most about it was that what one diet doesn't work for everybody. And what I loved about the Natural Chef course was that we learn variation of diet. So we learn about raw food. We learn about paleo. We learn so many different ways to cook for different diets and different ailments. That is what I enjoyed the most because I think it is really important that there is not no one perfect diet for one specific condition. It's all about tailoring the diet to what is best for that person. And that's what I love most about the Natural Chef course is that we we learn about every single one and how to cook them and how to write the recipes for that specific ailment. And that is what I found the most exciting. Absolutely. And I think that that's the thing. Sometimes when we want to try out different things, the recipes are the the most challenging thing because you need to know, right, you say, all right, okay, we need to make all these healthy foods, but where do we start? And having those recipes is really crucial. Yes, definitely. I have so many people asking me, you know, where do I begin with my diet, Camille? You know, what do you eat? What recipes? And that's what led me on to writing The Beauty of Eating Well. Um, And The Beauty of Eating Well, again, it doesn't touch on just raw food or just paleo. It doesn't have one specific diet in mind. It, It kind of touches on all different diets so people can tailor it to whatever they feel resonates with them. Um, But it always avoids gluten, dairy and refined sugar because I found that that's really um, helped me lower my inflammation and helped me um, in managing my eczema. But yeah, um, it's helped so many people just having, like you say, a guide of where to begin and how to make certain foods to help themselves. Absolutely. And you're also a health coach as well, aren't you? So tell us about that. Yes, I am. So I studied to be a health coach first. And that has been, you know, incredibly helpful on my journey because, again, I learned on the course that it isn't just the food that you put into your body. It's also everything else that is in your life from your career to your support network, your relationships, your home cooking, what you do for joy. All of those impact um, your well-being. So as a health coach, you don't just learn about the food that goes into your body and what you should eat you also learn about your absolute lifestyle that you need to have a look at and that impacts your well-being. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So that leads us on quite nicely to talk about your hugely successful business. Um, And, you know, you've become a best-selling author and now you're inspiring so many people. And I love that. I love hearing about how someone has sort of used their situation or health issue, which once used to cause them a lot of pain and suffering, and then go on to turn it into their passion and help, you know, thousands of other people. So in your case, um, as you've mentioned, it's the Beauty of Eczema brand and you've written, you know, a range of books and you've also just launched your skincare, your natural skincare range, which is amazing. So how did it all come to fruition? How did you go from sort of graduating on the natural chef course and your health coaching to having this wellness brand? Yes, well, it's been a, obviously ever since 2013 when I ended up in hospital, I actually put a whole like vision board together of the business that I have now and it's what gave me hope to kind of keep fighting when I'd hit rock bottom. So I said to myself back in 2013, if I find a way to live a life beyond eczema, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to dedicate my life to helping people live a life beyond eczema as well. And that kind of motivation, that vision is what 
yeah, what motivated me to create everything I have done now. So I've been on an absolute mission since then. And the first step was, you know, defining the principles myself, healing and helping myself because you can't help people from an empty cup. So I healed and helped myself. And then I went on to study to become a health coach, study to become a natural chef, um, to get the qualifications underneath me, even though I'd kind of already found the puzzle pieces, but I wanted the confirmation and the qualifications to back that up. And I actually was writing the first book, The Beauty of Eczema, whilst I was studying to be a natural chef. So I was writing that at the same time and had the goal of when I graduated, I wanted to then launch the book that year. So I had a really quite tight timeline because I knew that so many people needed this message and hope that I wanted it just to get it out there. It didn't have to be perfect. It just had to be my story, my principles and a way to help others. Um, So I focus less on perfection and more just about getting it done. Um, so wrote the book and, and that's also why I self-published because again, with self-publishing, you can get things out into the world pretty quickly. Um, so that's what I did, wrote the book, self-published it, launched it, um, September, 2018. (laughs) And as after I launched it, I received, you know, an influx of messages of how much the story had given them hope, helped them not feel alone, which motivated me to continue on my mission. I then wanted to create tools that matched each of the hope principles to help um, living the hope principles made easier. So one of the hope principles is optimism and I talk about journaling. So I created the Positive Scribes Journal. I also speak about affirmations and how powerful they are. So I created an affirmation card deck. Um, And then I went off on a mission to write my cookbook and create my skincare range. So it's been a magical, busy, crazy journey, but every single day I bounce out of bed full of energy and motivation because I know that everything I'm creating is changing lives for the better. Oh, I absolutely love that. And I think it's amazing. You're doing a fabulous job. So, and as you say, you know, you're getting all these messages from people and you're helping to change their lives, which is phenomenal. Thank you. And as you say, it's just about having that idea and getting started, you know, just getting things out there. 100% um, I feel like get started. Visual, a vision board is the first most amazing best step because I believe if you can see it in a picture and you can visualize it in your mind you can you start to actively make the steps to make that come true and then it's surrounding yourself with people and experts that can help you along the way so you know I've reached out to experts especially with creating the skincare range Um, I reached reached out to a formulator that knew exactly what I wanted to create. So I sat down with her about the ingredients and she would tell me if she agreed, if she thought they were good for people with eczema. It's all about, you know, having your own vision, but then also surrounding yourself with the expert support that you need to fulfill your mission. Absolutely. I completely agree. Because you did the CNM's natural skincare and nutrition course as well, where you learn about how to create products. Did that give you a bit of inspiration for creating your own range? 
Absolutely. I absolutely love that course. It was a day course. And I remember I was living, yeah, living at North at the time, caught the train down to London for the day and learned how to make my own cleanser, moisturizer, face mask. I learned so much. And I probably lived off those products that I made and continuously made for the year, the whole year following course because we learned such simple things, such simple ingredients that you can mix together that can make a cleanser, a moisturizer. And yeah, I think that definitely inspired my future dream of having my own range I could sell online and in store. Fantastic. I love that. And your products just look absolutely beautiful. They're packaging's amazing as well. And yeah, it's just, you've got some really lovely, especially like your salt mix. I thought that looks really divine to pop that in a bath. Thank you so much. Like the whole ethos behind it was just because we have, you know, eczema or sensitive skin shouldn't mean that we don't have beautiful products too. So the packaging was really important to me to make sure it's not only recyclable, but also aesthetically pleasing, beautiful. So people can feel like they're pampering. They're not having to, oh, I need to put this cream on because I need to. It actually feels like an indulgent treat. So that was really important for me. Oh, absolutely. And I think when people do have eczema or skin conditions, they're told to lather on all these sort of products which don't necessarily smell very nice and are very thick. And, you know, so to have something that works really, really well and that is natural and absorbs into the skin and smells like is fantastic. Exactly. I mean, I had the dream when I was 16 years old for a range like this to be out in the world. And then when I was 27 and I still couldn't see any beautiful, natural products out there that were suitable for people with eczema-prone skin, I thought, right, I need to be the person that creates them. Fantastic. That's amazing. Okay, now let's move on to eczema because I really want to hear more about sort of your journey with the eczema and your expertise. So, So with eczema, the cause is often multifactorial. You know, it could be a genetic predisposition, immune system problems or metabolic issues. But equally, there can be certain triggers like food intolerances, stress, environmental toxins. So can you talk us through some of the common causes of eczema and what were the triggers for you? Yes, of course. So... I mean, as you say, it can, the common causes can completely vary from person to person. Um, for me, personally, it was, I mean, I, I like to call things my hope principles. And if things are out of whack, that's when my eczema will flare up. So diet was a big impact on my skin. Um, but mostly for me, it would be stress and emotions that would impact my eczema. So as you know, when you're stressed, it also affects your gut flora and that itself will affect your mind and your skin eventually. So for me personally, uh, my biggest trigger for eczema is stress and that's why I do everything I can to try and manage that and that the things that I use to manage it are my hope principles and, and diet is one of those things that can help me manage my stress as well as, you know, helping and supporting the gut whilst it is being aggravated. Absolutely, yes. Gut health is huge um, and it plays a massive role in skin conditions. And as well, I've, um, a lot of people with eczema have shown to have increased inflammation in their gut um, and or different gut bacteria to people without eczema. So, so tell us some of the things you did to heal up your gut and support gut health. 
Yes, so every day I take a pre and probiotic. Um, I also eat gut healing foods such as bone broth, um, sauerkraut, all the fermented foods. Um, personally for me, it helped me by cutting out grains because um, I don't seem to digest them very well. So I had more of a paleo kind of diet. Um, but saying that, I still ate an abundance of vegetables, fruit, um, fermented foods, um, and also avoided gluten, refined sugar, uh, and dairy. Absolutely, yes. Dairy is a huge one, and grains as well, because they're very you know, inflammatory, not just for eczema, but for a whole host of different issues in the body. Now, you've touched on your hope principles that you discuss in your book, and you use this as a, as a framework for managing eczema. So can you talk us through the hope principles? Yes, of course. So the reason they're called the hope principles is because I'm not trying to promote a cure of any kind. It's more about giving hope. And I do believe that by giving someone hope, it gives them the like hope to fight another day and find the resources that they need personally for themselves. So that's why I call, call them the HOPE principles. And HOPE stands for home. And under home comes um, your environment. So it's really important to check in. Is your environment helping your skin condition? Are you happy in your environment? And that can be from your home to the country you live in to the weather. Um, then decluttering. I like to believe that a clear space, clear mind, clear skin and sleep. Sleep is so important for healing. So as you know, people with eczema struggle to sleep. They can be scratching at night, but sleep is the most healing, um, easily affordable, <laughs> not inexpensive way of healing. Then O under the hope principle stands for optimism. Under optimism comes visualization, affirmations and journaling because I believe that a positive mindset is really important when um, trying to heal your body because your thoughts um, have a chemical reaction within the body. If you think positive ones, you send healing messages throughout the body. If you think negative ones, you're sending stressful chemicals throughout the body. So I think it's very important to think optimistic which is why I think affirmations, journaling and visualisation is very powerful. Um, then P of the HOPE principle stands for pampering and purpose. So pampering, using the right products um, for your skin, hence the, you know, the range of skin products suitable for eczema prone skin. Um, not all products are. It's really important to, you know, avoid those that are heavily fragranced or just don't um, contain skin soothing ingredients. Um, purpose, I think it's really important to find your purpose in life. And I think that's very healing in itself. So for me, when I found my purpose of helping people with eczema, that helped me bounce out of bed and live beyond something um, more than my condition. And I, I found power in my pain. So I think that's really important for people with eczema, finding their purpose. And E of the HOPE principles stands for ecotherapy, exercise and eating well because nature, mother nature is super healing. So going out and walks, um, bringing nature inside the house, growing fresh herbs, all of that is so healing. Um, exercise, motion creates positive emotion. 
Um, eating well, as we spoke about earlier, is really important when living a life beyond eczema. And what wraps up the HOPE principles is S for support, because all these principles are really you know, powerful, but it's crucial to be surrounded by um, supportive individuals um, along your journey. Absolutely. I really love that. I think that sort of encompasses everything, not just for eczema, just for health in general, you know, because it is that whole mind, body, spirit. You know, we need to address the stress. We need to eat the right diet. We need to do the exercise as well as have the right mindset. So I think that's fantastic. So now you've touched on some of the foods that could be triggers. Now, I know when you sort of... um, telling people, right, okay, you need to change your diet, avoid these foods, you know, dairy, gluten, etc. What kind of food should people be eating more of? Because can you give us like a, a snapshot of your, what you would eat on a daily basis or what you might recommend to somebody with eczema, just to give people some ideas of the kinds of things they should eat for breakfast, the kinds of things they can eat for lunch and dinner? Yes, of course. So, I like to eat, you know, gut healing foods and also liver supporting foods and and drinks. So in the morning, I tend to wake up. First thing, I'll have lemon water, hot water with lemon. Sometimes I add a bit of ginger, but every morning it will be hot water with lemon first thing. Um, I then like to make a green juice um, because it's very alkalizing and just getting all those amazing vegetables into my body is just feels great so I usually have celery cucumber lemon um sometimes I throw in a broccoli stalk and sometimes I throw in an apple if I want it sweeter and then we'll probably have either a chia pudding bowl or I'll have a smoothie bowl topped with paleo granola sometimes avocado on toast again with the grains sometimes I'll have normal toast other times I make a paleo bread and then at lunchtime I will probably have um, some cooked vegetables with some fish I like cooked vegetables for me because like steamed vegetables they help I find it easier to digest over raw food personally so I'll have some cooked veggies with some fish In the evening for dinner, I tend to have something a bit more warming. So it could be a stew, a soup, or like a chicken bone broth. I find that really healing. For dessert, maybe I'll have like a piece of fruit or, you know, I have an abundance of, you know, raw food recipes in my cookbook that I dive into from bliss balls to raw cheesecake and things like that. Um, And then, oh, I didn't mention throughout the day, I tend to drink a matcha tea, matcha mixed with moringa, with wheatgrass. I get all those green superfoods in me. And in the evening, I tend to drink a turmeric, ashwagandha, hot water with lemon (laughs) Uh, just to calm me down for the day. Yeah, so... Fantastic. No, it all sounds yummy. You've got me, oh, I fancy a turmeric drink now. Yeah, some lovely, and matcha is great as well. Very high in antioxidants, really, you know, great for so many things in the body. Uh, And yeah, lots of nourishing foods there. I love how you've mentioned the bone broth because that is so nourishing and also really great for the gut as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So lots of ideas. Thank you for those tips. Now, do you have any other daily practices that you find particularly helpful? I know you probably adhere to your hope principles, but are there any things that people can start trying at home to help them? 
Yes, I mean, they all kind of fall into my hope principles. My day to day as I wake up and, you know, on the days that maybe I have had a, a bad night's sleep, I'll wake up and the first thing I'll do is play a meditation. Um, and I like to wake up to something instantly positive, instantly calming, because I think the, the way you spend your morning kind of dictates the rest of your day. So I'll bounce out of bed, play a meditation or even not bounce out of bed, maybe just play the meditation as I'm slowly getting up. Um, so I'm getting up to something positive. In the shower, sometimes I will play um, affirmation recordings. So instead of me reading them myself, I'll just play them whilst I'm in the shower. Again, reprogramming my subconscious mind, thinking something positive. Um, then I'll get out of the shower, make my hot water and lemon. I'll journal my thoughts, reflect, fill out my hope circle to figure out which hope principle I should work on most that day. I then write a gratitude list because I think gratitude is extremely healing. I then move my body, do a yoga flow um, and yeah, eat my breakfast and start my day off kind of affirming my, to myself, I'm going to have a great day. So that's really helpful. Um, and then throughout the day, I think it's really important to take breaks, eat mindfully get out in nature if you can. And I know how busy we all are. And it's sometimes you, you eat whilst you're doing your emails or you email when you're on a walk. But it is really important to just try and be present, be mindful. Um, because that time that you are, that is when your body is going to heal the most. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think you sort of hit the nail on the head there. The way you start your morning really did, does dictate how you know, the rest of your day goes. Cause I think sometimes people get out of bed and they're on their phone straight away and stressing about all these emails they've got to answer. And then that just starts that whole, you're starting your day stressed, aren't you? Whereas if you sort of started it, like how you, how you do go do some exercise, do things that are more relaxing. You're going to have a more relaxing day, I think for sure. Completely. I couldn't agree more. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. You know, there are days where sometimes I wake up and I mistakenly jump on social media or check my emails. But those days are never as great as the days that I wake up and do my morning practice. So it's kind of self-discipline and self-love. Yeah, it's an act of self-love when you give that morning to yourself before you give yourself to anybody else. And for you know the kind of work that I'm in, it's really important to fill up my cup so I can keep overflowing onto others and keep helping because it's kind of a, a sense of duty to look after yourself because the more you look after yourself, the more you can give the world. Absolutely, that's completely true. So just to sort of finish up, I just want to, for those listeners who experiencing eczema right now what's a good starting place for them so say that they're you know they've tried various different things and nothing's work what would be your recommendations of some basic things that they can get started with in terms of their diet and, and lifestyle I mean you've touched on like your morning routine but what are some simple things that people could do right now yeah okay so I definitely would say it's baby steps um you can't do everything all at once and not every single day you're going to fulfill all the hope principles I do tell people to first start with the hope circle which I've got on my website and the hope circle is essentially all the hope principles um in a circle listed from one to five and you just write 
you know, circle a number of where you're at on each one. You then join the dots together and you kind of see where you're falling short on or what you need the most support on. So you might be falling short on eating well and you might be falling short on exercise. So and you can kind of think, okay, I am doing my mindset things. I'm fine on support, but today I need to focus on um, eating well and moving my body. So I, I like to think that the Hope Circle is the best starting point for which principle to work on. And then once you find that principle, so say it is eating well, I'd say start, add in instead of taking out. So add in the hot water and lemon, add in the green juice. Because if you if you go from that approach, you're, you're naturally going to feel better rather than just taking things out of your diet because it's all about adding in the good stuff. The good stuff will crowd out the bad in my eyes. Depending on which hope principle they need to work on the most, there is a tool and I have got a resource for each one. Okay, fantastic. Yes, so we can pop some information on the show notes about that. So for anyone listening who wants to turn their passion for health into a business, what's the one piece of advice that you would give them? Oh, believe in yourself and know that whatever it you're only ever in competition with yourself. So forget what everyone else in the world's doing. Never compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 13 and know that you as an individual always bring something different to this table to everyone everyone is different everyone is unique and this world needs you so if you have a passion inside your heart and you want to turn it into a career just take the first step and then every other step will kind of present itself to you and just keep take stepping onto the next step face your fears and just keep believing in yourself very wise words fantastic advice thank you Oh, thank you so much for sharing your powerful story and all your tips and advice today, Camille. I know it's going to give hope to so many people out there who have eczema. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's an absolute honour and it's my dream to share this information and just help as many people as possible. That's my mission. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Thanks for listening and a big thank you to Camille for sharing her story with us. You can find all the information discussed today and more about Camille and all the things she talked about in the show notes on the CNM website at www.cnmpodcast.com. And if you're interested in learning more about becoming a natural chef, visit the Natural Chef website at www.naturalchef.com. And if you'd like to learn more about health coaching, visit the Health Coach website at www.thehealthcoach.com. Join us again next week when I talk to naturopath Elizabeth Payton-Jones about the five ageing processes and how we can look and feel our best. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe through your favourite podcatcher so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, we'd love it if you could leave us a rating or review as this helps us when creating new content.